Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Chris Czar and welcome to the Chris Czar Podcast for Thursday, June 9th, 2022 and and your boy's just checking in on you. What's up, gang? How are you? I'm in a great mood too, thanks for asking. <laughs> I wanted to give an honest moment there to listen because week in and week out, you hear me ask you, how are you? And I never wait. <laughs> I never wait to hear how you are. So how about, how about we do a little weather report? Huh? How does that sound? Take some inventory of what you've been doing in your life up to this moment. The present state of what you feel in your bones. Did you neglect anything? Did you forget anything? Did you include other people in your thoughts? You selfish motherfucker. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you should have started off with that. If you were really woke, if you were as woke as you claim to be, the first thing you would have thought of in this moment is a rainbow flag. It's Pride Month, motherfuckers. And you know what that means? Uh, neither do I. <laughs> Every year it's a little bit different. I feel like in years prior by now, I would have heard of a, a massive celebration that was really dope. It would have filled my social media feed, but it hasn't happened yet. Now, you know what has happened is uh, I saw a pot-bellied man with his dick out at the train station. <laughs> Just taking a whiz in a bush. <laughs> I walk out from getting a coffee. I take a sip of it. It's all right. Because <laughs> the fucking... Every time you go to Starbucks, you never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get because you never know who's going to be behind the bar. Which is a crazy thing because when I go to other fucking coffee shops, not to go on a rant, but when I go to other coffee shops, I see people there regularly. You want to know why? Because they live good lives. <laughs> they live good lives and they're masters of their craft. Starbucks, on the other hand... <laughs> I don't know. People are learning to make coffee, probably. And they're learning to do it the Starbucks way. And pulling a shot of espresso isn't easy. So if there's anything that should be taken away from this, it's to tip the person that makes your fucking coffee. Huh? Yeah! <laughs> tip the person that makes your motherfucking coffee. That's your weather report. Now, on to sports. <laughs> on to sports. <laughs> How about them Padres, huh? Padres. You never know. You never know what the fuck you're going to get. They won't be hitting the ball. They'll have good pitching. They will be hitting the ball. They don't have good pitching. They'll be a notch above 500, but jeez, dude. There's hope. 
as <laughs> you can hear the pain in my voice when I say hope. It just, it does. It feels like there's hope. We don't even have Fernando Tatis yet. And is that going to make a world of a difference? Well, the amount of money that we pay him <laughs> surely suggests that perhaps adding Tatis to a pretty good season was an MVP season, now a pretty good season for Manny Machado. This is what it's like hanging out with me, folks. <laughs> Are the Padres always on my mind as a San Diegan? Of course. <laughs> of course, when are they going to win a series? Can we get that monkey off of our back? Also, is that a phrase I can still use? <laughs> monkey on the back. Is there anything more terrifying, by the way, than a monkey on your back? Like, I've seen videos of what orangutans and chimpanzees can do to people. And let me tell you, folks, it's a tough way to go. So where did monkey on the back come from? I know. And, and you know, and I know. I'm not going to say it, but you're going to think it. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. I'm not feeling that saucy today, folks. I'm not. And also, I'm growing up. As a comic, as a comedian. Your boy's growing up. Like, I'm about to do something I've never done before. I'm going to go on an ancestral journey. Isn't that like studying abroad? No. <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen, but... I'll let you know what happened after it happens. Spoiler, it happens at the end of July. Okay, that's all I'll say about it. <laughs> that's all I'll say about it. Kill Tony. That's only eight weeks away. Ask me if I'm a little nervous. Of course. Of course I'm nervous. I'm an open Micah. Who is climbing the greasy rope just to get a set? <laughs> just to get a fucking set. How long does it take, comedians out there, how long does it take to win your first assigned set? Because I want to know. And I'm hoping it happens at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> dun, dun. I don't know. Mark your calendars, June 9th. A foreshadowing is dropped. Now, here's a, a premise for you. Vegans eat vegetables. And vegetables are living. <laughs> is that one way to bring tension into the room? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think I can practically hear already... What are you trying to say? <laughs> and what I'm trying to say is that vegans, while recognizing vegetables are living, they don't believe that vegetables are sentient. And so vegans are marginalizing vegetables. Is what I'm trying to say. It's like, how can you discriminate between living things that you do eat and living things that you don't eat? Huh? 
<laughs> Riddle me this. <laughs> that's a, that's going to be a fun premise. I, <laughs> I would uh, love to work out the kinks on that premise. And let's see, you know, let's, let's do it together. Huh? Because this is what it's like, folks. This is what it's like. Being a comedian who likes to provoke thought. Huh? Tell me that ain't me. Who do I go after? <laughs> I only go after my friends, right? You know? Like, I wouldn't fuck around with you if I didn't like you. <laughs> That's not what my dad told me. <laughs> All I wanted was some positive reinforcement. All I wanted was an attaboy. <laughs> Give me an attaboy, Dad. I'm gonna fuck with you instead. <laughs> because I love you. Anybody seen Whiplash? That's sort of what this set is feeling like right now. <laughs> it's a fantastic film, by the way. J.K. Simmons, Miles Teller, and... uh you want to look into the insane parts of the masculine psyche. That's a good movie to watch. It's a really good movie to watch. Because, let's be honest, guys always talking about how crazy girls are. Guys never talk about how crazy guys are. Huh? So, fellas, <laughs> if you've seen Whiplash, <laughs> how many of you, by a show of hands, had a moment of, I got issues with my father <laughs> that have not quite traumatically resolved. And uh, what does that say about masculinity? It says, you got to be crazy if you want to be great. <laughs> you got to have tunnel vision. No compassion, no love, not love in the form of romance, but love in the form of passion for being the greatest that there's ever been. And no, I'm not going to tell you good job. Those are the two, what does JK say? Worst words in the human language is good job, which I would disagree. <laughs> obviously right i'm looking for an attaboy for my dad i'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping to be that guy that's giving attaboys right <laughs> but that insanity of like you know son i'm gonna throw a symbol at your head because it's got to be done <laughs> i need to inflict emotional damage on you to push you past what you thought you were capable of. And that is bananas. <laughs> Absolutely bananas. So when I'm working on a, a premise, not the fucking vegans and vegetables premise, but in this case, the men are crazy too premise. I think to myself, and if you're a comedian out there who's like, okay, yeah, let's talk shop. I am not the type of person who can really quickly come to themes. 
My brother, on the other hand, fuck, man. <laughs> he can look at a color scheme and have a word for it, pronto. He also has the finger on the pulse for like what's good and what's going on. And so I'd love to be able to make a joke like this relevant and say, hey, what's going on right now that where there's a, a father figure who is insane that is publicly known? The first guy that comes to mind is Joe Biden. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? Uh, wasn't that an era? Bing bong. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of this Topo Chico. Because Topo Chico's dank. Sponsor me. <laughs> Topos. I got the voice for that voiceover, right? Topos. <laughs> like Marlboro. Hire me. <laughs> but yeah, Joe Biden. God damn. Anybody looking at that guy and like, a Manchurian candidate much? <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's just... It makes me wonder, as a civilian, how did we get to choosing between Donald Trump and Joe Biden? I'd love to know, folks. As a civilian who cares, I would love to know. Because right now, I'm thinking to myself, eesh, man. I love to have somebody with a balanced mind as war is happening across the world. <laughs> and the best person we could find with a balanced mind was between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Don. Don Julio, the truth Trump. <laughs> ah, geez. Kind of makes me wonder... What might possibly happen in the next presidential election? Is anybody else concerned about that? No, nah, because it's 22. It's not that far away. You're not going to see the commercials for that until next year. You're not going to see people announcing themselves. And will we see Bernie Sanders run again? <laughs> Probably not. For, for his health sake, no. <laughs> and would Bernie Sanders be the guy that we want to have in office right now? Also a good question. Good question fucking four years ago too, in 2016. Imagine if we went into the pandemic with Bernie Sanders. What kind of life would that have been? I guarantee you, Twitter world is infinitely more quiet. <laughs> The stock in Twitter is not nearly as high. That's Elon doesn't end up buying Twitter. That's what happens if Bernie becomes president. Nothing else. Nothing else. Is it time for a woman? Is it time for a woman? Yeah, I think so. I thought so with Jill. 
balanced mind individual, scientific minded individual, maybe not the best person for diplomacy. I would concede that. But I wanted to make a point, honestly, to at least me. Like, hey, bro, you voted for the lady in the Green Party. Did you do that while you were in college? Yeah, you fucking hippie. (laughs) But that didn't matter because I was a libertarian. (laughs) So I was crossing party lines. I was making so many statements with that vote. So many statements. Oh, my God. Because, you know, voting's about me. (laughs) And it kind of is. In a way, another sip of this topo. It kind of is in a way. And I don't know why people forget that. It's like, dude, (laughs) the best possible person to do this role might not be somebody that you've heard of before. Maybe. You got to do a little bit of homework. Why? Because you're making a big decision for yourself in your life. (laughs) A really big fucking decision. And sometimes those decisions just pass you by and just go with what other people went with. So, California. How's the voting turnout? (laughs) You smug motherfuckers how would your voter turn out huh who would you vote for who'd you vote for for governor hmm who'd you vote for for senator hmm i can tell you uh we're looking at clips at less than 50 percent oh no <laughs> And uh, for as woke as we are, we end up with headlines like, it was kind of an election about nothing. (laughs) Why was it so low? Because it's a primary and less than one third of all voters help select the candidates who are going to compete in November. Primaries, folks. They're a little important. (laughs) Those... (laughs) Are the choices that you make that narrow down the big one you're going to make. And we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. So. That's how we end up with Joe Byron and Don Julio, the truther Trump. Congrats. I'm stoked. I'm hyped. Obviously. I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon about what woke people do to make the world actually a better place. (laughs) I'm going to change the filter on my Instagram. (laughs) Ukraine flag. Sign me up. Pump out those bumper stickers. Sell those motherfuckers. Slap that baby. Bop. On the quarter panel of my Hyundai. (laughs) And it's always a fucking Hyundai, isn't it? An old one, too, at that. Like a beat-up Tucson. Although, shout-out to you, South Korea. Nice work. Doing good things, good Korea. (laughs) Uh. So, is it time for a lady? 
to uh, take the reins. The most qualified lady that I've seen on the stage is the one and only Tulsi Gabbard. Does he? Does she check some boxes for the virtue signaling? Yeah, of course. Look at me voting for a lady again. <laughs> Another competent lady again. This time with a keen shade of diplomacy. That's another thing I think voters forget about. Like, bro, (laughs) talking to just men out here because women don't vote. (laughs) Can women? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, women vote. You're voting for a woman? I don't understand. He's all over the place. (laughs) yeah it helps with the virtue signaling a little bit but also there's a a core concept for me that she has which maybe this is virtue signaling from her I doubt it but yoga military service as an advocate for peace because of the experience with war who through character and through lifestyle approaches union damn <laughs> i'm woke i'm woke I'm <laughs> oh man <laughs> and if you got a better candidate let me know because it's not just diplomacy, it's the economy, stupid. <laughs> classic, classic. We care about our money. What are you going to do for us, huh? And that's hopefully not send millions of dollars overseas when we don't need to. Billions of dollars overseas if we don't need to. <laughs> oh, man. When I was watching Top Gun... I thought to myself, wow, there's Miles Teller again. Because <laughs> I, I like him in every movie I've, I've seen him in, which is kind of weird. Maybe I have a bit of a crush on Miles Teller. Happy Pride Month, folks. <laughs> but uh, he did a decent part in the movie. It's not like he was a main fixture. One of the main fixtures I took away from Top Gun was... The Russians are always bad. <laughs> There's never a time where the Russians are good. And that's propaganda? Maybe. Maybe it is. And that's not the part that concerns me the most. What concerns me the most is the fact in China, China's Russia is America. <laughs> you can follow that. <laughs> China's Russia is America. Now, was I high? (laughs) Yeah, and I just kind of shook my head like I was erasing an Etch-A-Sketch. Like, (laughs) let's get back to Tom Cruise, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I feel good feelings. (laughs) All right, gang. That's all I got for the podcast today. Thanks for joining. Christopher Czar, that's me on Instagram. I love you out there. Uh, Wish me luck as I continue crafting for Kill Tony. 
Um, and take care of yourselves. Be good to one another out there. Peace.